We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I kind of like when a head coach is uh, devoted to both sides and not not so solely focused on, well, of course, you've got to do all the uh, head coaching uh, duties, but if you're really preoccupied with calling plays offensively or defensively, I, I like if you have good guys in place where good head coaches delegate. I don't know that there is anybody else in the NFL as far as head coaches go that have the sort of background that Raheem has. I think that was that had to have been a huge selling point. And to me, Rob, what it brings to the Falcons is not so much – you won't so much see it game in and game out. To me, the, the answer is more long-term. The, the answer is more long-term because if everything works out with Zach Robinson and he's a rising star the way you think that he is, the way that Raheem Morris thinks he is, and he actually does develop whoever the Falcons bring in at quarterback and he's able to get this offense going and utilize the weapons, well, then he starts getting a look as a head coach. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're back to square one offensively in one year, two years, three years, whenever it is, when that does take off. And so who can kind of steady that ship? Who can bridge that gap? Do you hire from within? And we've talked about some of the assistants, some of the analysts kind of guys they've brought on in those roles. But if Raheem Morris has a massive understanding of your passing concepts, your running concepts, because he has been on the offensive side of the ball, well, then all of a sudden you don't, you don't have to completely recreate everything you're doing. Right. He can be that kind of pseudo-offensive coordinator, that go-between, and you can run Raheem Morris's offense, right? Not so much – because Saban was a lot the same way for a long time, right? You, you, he, he hires Major Applewhite at Alabama when he, when he first got there, and Major Applewhite ran basically what Saban wanted him to run. It was a pro-style running attack. And then Jim McElwain's hired, and he ran what Saban wanted him to run. It was a, it was a running attack. He kept the verbiage the same. The words were the same. Nussmeyer's hired – they run the same thing, uh, and then and then Lane's hired, and they kind of go away from that and do some different things. But you run what these head coaches want you to run, run what Raheem wants you to run, and uh, you know get it done. And hopefully that, like I said, to me it's not so much game in and game out, which I think there is benefit to that. But long term, I think it really stabilizes both coordinator positions. Well, you also want your coordinators to kind of uh, put their creativity, their imprint on it as well. For sure. It's kind of For a sure. perfect marriage of the two, and that's why you're probably hired because you're basically on the same page. It's different ways to uh, get to that destination. But Jimmy Lake's resume, okay, he was with, he was with Morris in Tampa Bay, right? Yep. Had his, had his tenure at Washington, took over when uh, Chris Peterson retired, got fired. Um, I don't know what to make of him. Well, he's he's he has called plays. He's a very good from all everything I've I've heard and talked to. He's guys a heck of a secondary coach. I mean, he he knows what he's doing, but he has called plays, and he seems it. He's been with Raheem. He, Raheem trusts him. I, I I think to that point, the the defense he Jimmy Lake's gonna run the defense that Raheem wants, like you know Mike was talking about, and so I think Raheem has trust in him. I also think it's probably a relationship where. If something's not working, Raheem can go to him and say, "Hey, this isn't you, you, you know due to this," and th- he's going to be open to it because they have that relationship. Someone you know you can work with. I'm not gonna the Jimmy Lake thing. We we it's funny because Jimmy Lake has been in the game for how long, and we have well, that like 47 years old. Yeah, and we and we have that reaction to 
to his hiring, but the Zach Robinson one, who's never called plays in right. the league, been coaching five years, and who's a who's been a quarterbacks coach. We're like, oh man, home run, home run, <laughs> brilliant mind. Guy, the guy's there, and it's all because the guy's right been about there. That, yeah, and it's funny how that's how we. And I get it, I get it because when I heard the Jimmy, I had the same like, well. I know that. I know he's he's been around for a while. He's been, he's I, I remembered somewhere. him from Washington. Yeah. I remember. And the Washington thing, I mean, you can do your own research of that and make your own opinion about it, and then we can talk about it because it's a little – it. there's things you can't do anymore, and to me that was probably something that he got he uh, got Shoving the for. player during that yeah, altercation. That you could have done – at any point in football, and and except for the last four or five years, it doesn't make him a menace to society or anything. No, like absolutely not. In fact, <laughs> this is that opposite. I mean, it's where we've kind of remember. You know, you have the old Mike Leach put a kid. Uh, Craig, if it wasn't Craig James's kid. <laughs> he doesn't get fired because he get punished, but in a shack. But Craig James's kid is a lot like Craig James, and you know that you, you know what I mean God, by I that. I remember that like it was yesterday. That's crazy. I remember that entire story about him getting put in that dark shed, and it was that was but. The funny thing is, it was like Mike Leach was kind of being tongue in cheek about how you treated concussions back then. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what that's what you did. You went no dark rooms. Mike's like, "Oh, you got a concussion? Uh, let me let me show you this dark room that'll help you." <laughs> well, out. he thought he was malingering, faking yeah, it, didn't he? And wasn't that the essence of the thing too? He yeah. didn't really believe him. He didn't at, believe him. At one point in time, Craig James ran for some kind of state or county yep. office, and his commercial. We used to play it back in the day, but his commercial was like. America is, is great because Americans are good or something like that. It was like the stupidest tagline. Even like sixth place in the ever. election or something. Well, that's because nobody likes him. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but but right. I think Jimmy Lake's got some credence, and he's keeping Marquise Williams as yeah. the special teams coach, which, look, we, if we all hark on, yeah, well, I hope guys don't fair catch the ball anymore at the seven-yard line. And that was our biggest thing. And, and I actually talked to Marquise Williams. We, we talked to him well, on the Well, remember, show. Wait, I was here that day, too. He, he told yeah. you kind of the, the science behind that when you do that sort of thing. Yeah. When it, you do fair catch in that area. And it's changed. But yeah, there was some bad decisions. But all For all in all, we had a good we had a good special team. So it wasn't great, but it doesn't mean it can't get better. If the team gets it got, better. Well, the return game on punch got better last year. You know why? The offered. The offered. Yeah. That's 100% true. Uh, it, and it is it is funny. I, I think I think fans in general, and no matter what fan, no matter no matter who I'm talking about, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing because I think I'm this way. But everybody, when I think when there's turnover or there's change, everybody has that one hang up that 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 non negotiable, right? I don't care what he does as long as they don't fair catch it inside the eight. You know what I mean? I don't care what they do as long as they get this position right or as long as we're able to get a guy with double digit sacks i don't care what they do well that everybody i think has those non-negotiables when something like this happens yeah but that lasts until they find something else that they're going to handpack sure. and bother them but it's sure. not really impacting the when it costs you gains i get that and i think that really helped cost you that was one of the factors in that titans game that led to that loss it wasn't oh. the only thing because no no loss is only one or the other but the defense was bad that day. The special teams wasn't very – the whole team was bad that day. The whole three phases thing, well, you were bad in all, all phases yeah. of that on that day. You know, when you're, uh, when you're traveling with them, when you're on the road or any game for that matter, but maybe especially on the road, you ever go to the stadium and feel like, I don't feel good about today? And you're normally right. Yeah, there's, there's times, and it's, it's, it's not about – Kick off of the Titans game, I don't like this today. It's, we we – well, him and I, even it was a home game, and, and him and I walked into a game, and we both we were taught we always talk about the games on the way in. 
And I said, man, I don't know about this. How do you feel about it? And I, I had a weird feeling, and, and, and Mike was like, yeah, there's just some things that bother me about this game. I think it, it was um, – Was it the Washington game? No. God, what game was that? It was a game that I think the Falcons were favored in, and I thought, man, it's just this is the kind of game that the Falcons have lost yeah. recently. For the last three or four years, it was like, this is the game that the Falcons lose. And that's – by the way, that's a hat tip to the NFL. That's uh, that's how the NFL is. You don't ever know what's going to happen on any given Sunday. It's not like walking into a, a into a you know a Georgia game or a Bama game or whatever it is and saying, "Boy, I don't feel good today." If you don't feel good in a home game at those places, it's a there's mm-hmm. a massive red flag. Uh, but for the Falcons, that's how the NFL is. I'll figure it out in a second. It was late November, I want to say, Squid, that you're talking about. And actually, it might have been the only time all year that I got on this show. I was show, working with you guys that day, and I was like, "This is the Friday. one I'm picking against. Like yep. this, this is not a good spot for the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe, maybe it was the Tampa." Was it the Tampa game? I think it was the Tampa game. Yeah, I think it Tampa. was the Tampa game. Well, I think it was. That, I just, it, they just don't. They just, it's so hard to beat a team twice one year, and they just they couldn't do it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And that's such a good point. There is no Mississippi State on the, on, on, on the schedule, yeah. right? I mean, a team that is, is, can compete, but you know by the third quarter you're going to be up by double digits. I I mean, the Texans were that team for a couple of years. The, that's the, probably the, the one thing that bothers Falcons fans the most is since since 2020 we haven't been that team. 2020 we were that team because we we're four and four and twelve. But since then we haven't been that team. We've been good enough to win every game that we've played, but we've also been bad enough to lose the games we should have won. And that is what drives you nuts. And and it's one of those things where when when Matt, all the people that hated Matt Ryan, they can say whatever. When Matt Ryan used to get the ball and you were down in the fourth quarter, you felt good. You felt like they were going to come back. Now, you didn't know you wanted to make sure you didn't leave enough time yeah. because most of the time if you left enough time, you were going to lose. That feeling is no longer here. And that is the number we can talk about. We're going we're gonna to say this word blue. That is the number one job that these guys have to to figure out is how to get that feeling back because of who's playing quarterback. It's it's page number one in the coaching playbook, right? If you ask any head coach, they'll almost always say to you, win the games you're supposed to and then win some of the ones you're not supposed to. And that's page number one of the coaching playbook. You go and win the games you're favored to win or you're supposed to win. Or the, How many times have we talked about Mike Smith's comment about the home games, Rob? I, right. I, I know I've said that to you. Uh, you win your home games and win half of your away games. And if you can do that, you're going to be in the right spot. If you're a head coach and you're Raheem Moore just taking over, win the games you're supposed to win. Go beat Carolina in Carolina when they only have one win. Go up to Tennessee and beat Will Levis in his first career start. Right? Win those games. Think about that. You win those two games this past year. You just simply beat the Titans and beat the Panthers. This is probably an entirely different conversation at this point. And well, it's you're just probably great. hosting that's, your playoff. That's, that's coaching 101. Yeah, we didn't have any press conferences in the offseason other than the season ending one. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.